Do you sense that you're in a season where the Lord is trying to get your attention to prepare you for marriage? Do you feel finally this openness in your mind and your heart to step into your courting season and potentially meet your king, your husband? If so, then you're definitely going to want to stick around for this episode because I'm going to share four tips to prepare yourself for your purpose partner. Stay tuned, ladies. Welcome to The Queen Path a podcast that serves as a royal remembrance of embodying the woman God has called you to be. Hello, my beautiful queens. Welcome back to the Queen Path Podcast. I am your host, Oi Consola, aka Sola, and welcome to the show. So for this episode, this is definitely for the single ladies. If you are married listening to this, then this could be for entertainment purposes for you, or it can just kind of reintroduce, you know, maybe the mindset that you can take on to your marriage, you know, shift your mentality around your spouse. So definitely stick around if you are married as well. But the Lord has definitely been putting on my heart to, you know, share this word with my community, with all of you incredible ladies who support this show. Um, for those who have been praying for marriage, like God is definitely trying to prepare us for our kings. And it truly is like a preparation season. And I think what tends to happen with women, they just like kind of rush into like dating because they feel isolated or they feel like the clock is ticking or whatever it may be. But, you know, God is like a divine, like fine dining chef. He is not like about fast food and we should not approach that mentality with dating whatsoever, especially when it has to do with marriage, especially if you have the queen mentality, like the person you marry really, really matters. It's definitely going to be someone who is connected to your purpose. And if that sounds anti-feminist, then this might not be the podcast for you. But literally, like that's the way that God has designed us. Our purpose is always going to be connected to the men that we choose to marry. And with that being said, I wanted to give you ladies the four checkpoints that you need before you step into your courting season and prepare for your purpose partner, for your king. Um, so let's just get into it. So the first one is, I kind of mentioned it a little bit before, but it's being in purpose and being clear on your calling. Now, why is that important? I get that we live in a world, um, where like the divine feminine movement, it's like, no, just be hot and whatever. Like you don't need to like have a calling in life or whatever it may be. But I'm telling you as someone who's experienced being in those kind of relationships, like kind of being disconnected from my purpose and my calling, There is like a weird identity like battle that you have in those relationships where literally you have to take on that identity of just being like the trophy girlfriend or if you're married to that person like the trophy wife. And if God has created you to be more than just like a trophy or just a prize, it will depress your soul. It may not be, you may not look depressed to the world. People might be like, oh my God, I want her life. But if you do not want a depressed soul, a depressed mind, a depressed heart, It is so important to be in your purpose and your calling. Not only do you radiate like a specific kind of light and love and beauty when you are like in your calling and you're passionate about something, even if that thing is like not making you any money, you just like have something that you know that God has told you to do and you're loving it. You mag like your magnetism is going to attract the kind of person that the Lord actually wants you to be with. And also when you're in your purpose, when you're in your calling, you just put yourself in a more strategic like vicinity to people who complement that calling. So for example, when you study the couple that has passed back in the 90s, John F. Kennedy Jr. and Carolyn Bissett Kennedy, rest in peace to them. And I'm also not just like putting them on a, a high pedestal because we don't really know the details of their relationship, but I'm just giving you all an example. Um, 
like they were in two completely different worlds. Like Carolyn Bissett Kennedy, she worked for Calvin Klein. She was like in the PR world. She came up in the fashion industry. And then John F. Kennedy Jr. worked in media and politics. Now, although that these worlds are different, they complement each other. Like the world of PR complements the world of politics and media, if that makes any sense. So naturally, like just because they were both in their purpose and both in their calling, they're going to increase their chances of like coming together. And it's the same thing for us daughters of God. If the Lord has called you to do something, even if it's not like your career, like it does not have to be what's making you money. It's literally like it could be volunteering. It could be a book that God has called you to write. It could be events that the Lord wants you to attend. It could be rooms that God wants you to be in. It could be the way God wants you to carry yourself. It's like everything comes back to what God has spoke to you or what the vision is that God has shown you. Whatever that is, is connected to your calling. And the more that you step into that vision or into that dream or into that desire, you just increase your chances of meeting the person that you're truly meant to be with on a complimentary level. And what I've noticed from couples who have like really like great long-term relationships their careers may not be similar. Like I'm even speaking about people who are like stay-at-home moms and maybe have like a side passion project, but their worlds, their lifestyles, the worlds that they're connected to, they complement each other. And it's just super ideal long-term, especially if you're someone who wants to be like doing the kingdom work in your own way, like depending on whatever your queen archetype is, like just doing your specific own kingdom work. It makes sense being with someone whose world complements the world that God God is calling you into. So that's number one, be in purpose and have a sense of clarity on your calling. This also like helps you when you're on these dates, like it quickens the elimination process. You're like, oh my God, I actually don't need to waste time with this dude because like his purpose is like not of God or his purpose doesn't really complement what God has shown me about my husband. Like ask the Lord to give you a very specific vision or a very specific um, scripture that is connected to your husband and God will reveal it to you because the Lord does not want us out here lost and confused. He wants us in beautiful homes, <laughs> raising our families and happy and at peace and prosperous. So anyway, let's move into number two. So number two is that you have to take the idea of this man off of a pedestal. So let's say you followed my instructions from tip number one, which is, you know, getting clear on your calling. You ask the Lord to give you a vision that's connected to your husband. And then you go through that whole process of like, you know, getting rid of your limiting beliefs around that person. And then you step into like believing that you're worthy of being in a relationship with a kind of person like this. Like you've done all of that work. Like... I hope we're not in elementary school when it comes to attracting the kind of men that God wants us to be with. We know that belief systems do play a massive role. Um, but let's say you did all of that. You know what you can attract. You know what God has for you and you believe it. Now, whoever that person is, whatever that vision of that man is, whatever that man's archetype is, right? You have to take him off a pedestal. It is so important to not like pedestal this man before you go into the courting dating season because I'm telling you, let's say that you're in this season, you're pedestaling this man, then you know somehow you, you meet this guy, whether it's through a dating app or out and about or whatever, and you meet this guy and you're just like so excited. This guy's like checking all of the things off your list and you're so in your like excitement body, but you're not really connected to your spirit. And if you're not connected to your spirit, you won't hear like the spirit of the Lord telling you like, uh-uh, stay away from this dude. Like he has A, B, and C, and D. Like this is actually not the kind of person I want you to be with. Like pick up, pick up on the spirits around him. So you're like more connected to your physical fleshy body because it's like, oh my God, he checks all the things off the list, but you're like disconnected from your spirit. 
And when you're disconnected from your spirit, when you're dating, you won't hear the, like, the wisdom from the Lord protecting you from specific people. And that tends to happen to a lot of us as women. Like we get really, really excited about the kind of people that we want to be with. And when we actually attract these people, if we're too much like in our excitement body because we've pedestaled this man, we won't see like some of the red flags that maybe we missed when we were putting together our list. But only things that the Holy Spirit can pick up and show you or things that literally in your body, like your body can tell you like, hey, I'm not feeling safe or hey, like I'm picking up on something with this dude. But if you're pedestaling this person and you're in the uh, like you're in the environment of that person, you're on the date with that person, you can miss all of the red flags. And so it's very important that you do not pedestal this person. It's very important that you put Jesus on that pedestal like God should be on the pedestal in every area of our lives, especially in the world of dating. It also takes you out of this mindset of like that guy being like the prize. And I'm not saying that men are not like great, like I love men, but you are the prize as the woman. It's really important that you have that mentality before you go into the courting season. So taking the man off of the pedestal allows your mind to, to shift that back into like, no, you know, I am the gift, like I am the prize and he is the winner of that prize and together we can have a happy relationship, but I'm not trying to win him. He should be trying to win me, if that makes any sense. So that is tip number two. And this brings me into tip number three. It's like being in love. This like connects both the first tip and the second tip, right? Because when you're in your calling, when you're in your purpose, you do radiate this magnetism. You radiate more excitement. You're passionate about something because usually your calling and your purpose is connected to something that like lifts up your spirit, right? So the more that you're you're operating from that place of love, not only will you not pedestal like a husband, not only will you not pedestal the kind of man that you're supposed to be with, you know, but you're pedestaling like the purpose of God, right? And you're ped- as you're pedestaling the purpose of God, you find yourself like falling deeper in love with God. And I'm telling you, being in love with God or growing in love with God is one of our most powerful tools as Christian women, as women of God, um, not just in the dating world, but in every arena of our lives because perfect love casteth out fear. And anytime we're making choices from a place of fear versus from a place of love, we take ourselves out of alignment with God's will, God's purpose, God's plan. It's really important to really be in love because the choices that you make from that place are just going to be higher. So when you're in love already with your life, with your, you know, your social life, with friends, with your, with the Lord, with yourself, you're like already like radiating that love when you're in that season, when you're dating that person or you're meeting people or whatever it may be, again, you're not pedestaling it. It's like you're just allowing yourself to see like, hey, this is not like an idol in my life. This is something that can add to my life. And it's very important that we take all forms of idolatry out of the courting season. Like marriage is a beautiful gift from God and we are so grateful for it, but it is not like something that we should be coming from a place of like, I need to be in love. Like I need to not be lonely. I need to feel love. We should already be in that energy before we meet that person. So when that person comes into our life, we can't like make them replace where Jesus is. You know what I mean? It's very important you keep Jesus on that pedestal. So in order for you to keep Jesus on that pedestal, being in love is your sense of protection as a woman. Being in love with him, being in love with the life he's given, given to you, being in love with your friends, being in love with your family, just radiating that love and again this goes back to magnetism you're just going to be more magnetic when you're operating from that place and for our final tip for tip number four we want to prioritize taking care of the health of your temple 
Like it is so important to look at the health of your temple and your temple is not just like your external beauty, but it's also your spirit. It is your soul. It is your body. I'm not saying that when we, you know, get into our courting season that we have to be absolutely perfect, but you have to understand if you're dating with the intention of marriage, if you have not did the internal work, it's going to show in your marriage, right? So when it comes to like the health of your soul, like are you taking care of your mind? Are you dating from a place of like mental insecurity? Have you checked in with your heart and your emotional impulses? Or are you still operating with princess programming with the way that you react to things in your actions? Like if you really are trying to call in a king in your life, like the king is not looking for the princess. Do not allow Disney to fool you. Yes, you can be in your feminine. Yes, you can be in flowy dresses. Yes, you can have like princess treatment. But a true king is going to look for a woman who has a queen mentality because he's not looking to babysit you, babes. And so it's very important that we, you know, eat like evolve our mindset and evolve our emotional intelligence and evolve our discipline over our outputs and our actions in order for us to really, really radiate that royal energy to come into alignment with the men that we actually truly want to be with. And these are things that are just so important. This is the kind of work that I do with my clients. So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, I am taking two new coaching clients for this season. Um, specifically on these subjects of soul work. So if you're interested, go to thequeenpath.com and just click, click on the coaching services page and you'll see my offer down there. But anyway, yes, your temple is so, so important. Not just your soul, but your spirit as well. Like you want to make sure that you are getting into scripture and you're building a solid foundation with your relationship with the Lord. Like your relationship with the Lord is your most important relationship. And when you make your relationship with the man that God, that God is going to send into your life your most important thing over your relationship with God it's just going to create like an unhealthy balance there's something about putting God over everything that is just healthier when it comes to marriage and then last but not least like of course your body is so important and I'm not just talking about going to the gym and getting in shape even though I do think that is important but I think you know your health like the health of your body because when you think about marriage it's two bodies becoming one and so if you have like these underlying sicknesses that you're afraid to look at or these you know you know things that you've been putting off for whatever the reason maybe you have the boss babe belief system and you have been programmed to not prioritize your health and well-being over everything else then my love, this is the season where as you are preparing for marriage to really make sure that you're prioritizing taking care of your health. Like get those vitamins in, find out what your def- like your deficiencies are, like invest in the tests and really just understand that when your body becomes one with your husband, it's like all of your health, like underlying health conditions that you could be like suppressing doesn't become a liability in your marriage where your marriage is just centered around you getting well, but it could be centered around like the purpose of God, family, love, Love, beauty, travel, all of the things. So you want to take the, your single season to really make sure that you're taking care of yourself and you're not neglecting your health. It is so, so important. So to go over the steps again, the four steps are number one, you want to be in purpose and clear on your calling. Number two, you want to make sure that you take the idea of whoever this man is off the pedestal, 
replace it with Jesus. And number three, you want to be in love, be in love with God, be in love with your, your social life, be in love, be in love, radiate love. And then number four, you want to prioritize taking care of the health of your temple, which is your spirit, your soul, and your body. And um, I'm so excited to dive even deeper into this subject. Next week, we're going to dive deep into the power of love, like the spiritual power of love and how it translates into every area of our life. So I'm super excited about that. And if you love this episode or if you love the podcast, you can support it by giving us a five-star rating. Um, be sure to follow the Queen Path on Instagram to stay up to date with all you know, events, programs, courses, all of the beautiful things, content. Um, you can also support this podcast by sharing a episode that you love with a friend. I deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate it. And I love you all so much. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Have a beautiful week, my loves.